Welcome back in. Uh, we've just gone two o'clock and it's uh, a lot of people's favourite time of a Thursday when we dive deep into Super Rugby and we've got um, a full round of Super Rugby, but uh, possibly even more important, we've got the semi-finals of Super Rugby Opiki and as he does very kindly, joins us each week on a Thursday at this time. Tony Johnson joins us. TJ, important weekend uh, for the Opiki competition. Yeah, semi-finals weekend, um, and you know we go a step further than last year. And, and let's face it, this is just a progression. Uh, and we have semi-finals and finals this year. And the Blues picked up a very, very important win last week over the Hurricanes Power, which means they avoid the Chiefs. And I think that's probably the, the best that you could hope for at semi-final stage. Not to be playing uh, the Chiefs because that they are just so good at the moment. So we've got uh, Matatu Blues, Chiefs, Hurricanes. And both to be played at North Harbour Stadium. Yeah, so it's I like that idea. Uh, back-to-back games at North Harbour, um, good access, good parking. I always think it's undersold North Harbour Stadium. I think it's it, it's a good venue for something like this. Well, it's not hard to get to, and I don't know. There's always been a bit of a stigma about it, and maybe mm. it's a bit of an age-old stop snobbishness that exists on the other side of the. Bridge um, says a, a long time North Shore resident, uh, being <laughs> yourself. Um, but 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 I, you know I think it's it, it is a good stadium, and you're there particularly. Hopefully, but it's, I think it's going to be a nice fine afternoon. Uh, so you're sitting there in the in the sunshine. Uh, it's an excellent surface. The access is good. I mean, there's you know there's car parking around, um, and you know plenty nearby too for befores and afters. So yeah, it, it's a it's a good spot. Um, Matatu Blues, uh, I think most people would expect Chiefs Manawa to, to beat the power, but it's, it's not across the line. But Matatu Blues is a damn good matchup. Yeah, well, the, the Blues had been battling a bit, hadn't they? And uh, they came up with that win, as I say, it's a, 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 a priceless win. Uh, it was a very close game when they last met in uh, late February, I think it was. Uh, Matatu won it. But 33-31. Mm. So there wasn't a whole lot in it. And I suppose the Blues, you know, a bit closer to home this time. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll be pretty happy, um, you know, to be, to, be, to be getting that side of the draw. Um, but, you know, it's even-looking contest for sure. And, look, I, I wouldn't underestimate the power, but it's just the Chiefs at the moment. They, they just look so good, don't they, Chiefs Manawa? Um, they had a high-scoring win over Matatu. It was a really entertaining game. I mean, mm. get what? 80 points being scored, 46-38 final score. But the Chiefs, I think Matatu should be proud of the fact that they keep the Chiefs for under 50 because uh, the Hurricanes couldn't do it and the Blues couldn't do it. Yeah, they're a point-scoring machine, uh, Chiefs Manawa. Uh, Tomorrow night, I guess, well, it's it's the unprovable fact. uh, I've heard a number of times that if Adi Savia was playing last week, the Hurricanes would have won, but we'll never know. But I imagine he will hit the ground running and have a very good clash uh, with the Lucifer Tree of the Waratahs tomorrow night. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, Waratahs are saying they're not going to try and poke the bear um, and, and wind him up in the way that he got wound up in the game against the Brumbies. And whoever, well, it sounds like we're never going to find out what exactly was said uh, that made him so angry. Uh, but he's back, and that, that makes a huge difference. Look, don't get me wrong, I actually think. Uh, you know, without him, they've still got an excellent loose forward trio. But he just brings such an incredible dimension to the game. They they battled away well. I mean, in the end, the Blues got to what twenty five nineteen last week, but it was a it was a tight game. Hurricanes at home. Uh, oh, you know, I, 
the Waratahs, to me, they're, they're always the, sort of a bit of a nearly team in Australia that you always expect so much and, and they expect so much of them. And, and, you know, so often they, they really don't deliver. And at the moment, what they find themselves down in, in, in seventh place, they'll be desperate for some points uh, just to, to stay in the, in the top eight. But Hurricanes at home, uh, particularly with Artie back, you wouldn't bet against them, would you? No, you wouldn't. And I'm excited to see Kenny Naholo uh, in his debut. Exciting. He's been exciting for a while. Yeah, um, the, the younger brother of Waisaki, of course. Uh, um, that means that uh, Salesi Rayasi um, steps aside. I'm not sure whether that's an injury-related thing. I haven't caught up with him. Salesi has been really good so far um, this season. But, yeah, a young excitement machine. Of course, he came out of a great school team and we've, we've been waiting for him to burst onto the scene. And so uh, that, that, that provides another interesting factor for the game. Um, Chiefs, Rebels. Uh, Rebels have glimpses of brilliance on defence, but not for 80 minutes. Um, the Chiefs should just be too good? Well, they should do. Um, you know, the, the Chiefs are ticking along beautifully at the moment. They got the job done last week. I, I wouldn't say it was a, a, a great game against the Highlanders, what, 28-7. You know, it was it was just a, a job done, you know, bank the points. Um, a game that didn't rise to, to huge heights. Uh, and I suppose part of that due to the desperation of the um, Highlanders, and they hung in there pretty well, but... Chiefs, you know, back-to-back games at home. They've had a you know, couple of weeks now sleeping in their own beds, or for a lot of them sleeping in their own beds. And I, 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 no, I can't see the upset, mate. No, even though there's a, there's a few out for the Chiefs, but um, it's get, they'd have to need 15 out, I think. Well, yeah, their depth, mate, is just so good. And I remember when we did the pre-season games, and I did the the, the game at, uh, what was it, Mount Smart State, no, Pukekohe, and I just looked. And, of course, that was, they rolled out about 49 players over the three 30-minute periods. And I thought, my Lord, this is deep. Mm. So, uh, yeah, that, that's the thing. And it's still the thing, I think, that apart from the Brumbies, who can bring really good players off the bench, it's, it's the thing that's going to separate the New Zealand teams and the Aussie teams. It is. Uh, the monster is the Blues Crusaders. Uh, I've been told a number of times it's a preview of the final. I'm not so sure. Too much water to go under a lot of bridges. Um, but it's a it's a mouth watering matchup. Yeah, round four still perhaps a little bit too easy to be talking about pre- previews of the finals. What we can say is that it is a replay of last year's final, which yes. was won, of course, by the Hurricanes. And, uh, sorry, the, the Crusaders. I beg your pardon. Um, and the th- in the end, they won it. It was a comfortable enough margin, and and the reason it was twenty one seven. But the reason why they were able to win it is they just destroyed the Blues lineout. And it's an area that's, again, it's one part of the Blues game that is looking a little bit shaky at the moment. they just having trouble. Some of the, the throwing, not connecting with the jumpers. Paddy Tui Palotu obviously picking up an injury. Although I have to say, I thought James Tucker, when he came on, looked really good. He looked full of you know, determination to make his mark. And he's an experienced player. And he's, he's actually the sort of guy you probably want when you're playing the Crusaders. But he's just got a bit upstairs as well as a strong physical credential. So they'll have spent a lot of work this week working on their line-out because if that doesn't work, if you show any sort of weakness against the Crusaders at set-piece, they will look to, to you know to make that a dominant part of the game. So that, that to me, holds one of the keys. Having said that, Crusaders at the moment, uh, they... Uh, 
you know, we knew that they'd bounced back from that uh, defeat to the Highlanders, but then what we perhaps didn't see coming was what happened in Lautoka last week. And there's a couple of things about that. Firstly, absolutely great that the Drua at home are going to be really, really difficult to beat, playing in front of those frenzy, happy crowds. That just It's a bit like the Brazilian um, samba beat, the way it gets the, the, the Brazilian football players going. That crowd, it just it, it's like a 16th, 17th player for, for the Drua and the Crusaders. Uh, when the Drua got a roll going, they had real problems combating it, despite the, you know, the, the quality of the players that they had on the field. And of course, you know, it does beg the question: uh, Can you now afford to treat that as a, a down week and, and, and rest some of your big guns? Uh, because that really did backfire. Crusaders find themselves in eighth place on the table, which is unfamiliar territory to them. So, so much. After the Crusaders, again, they've got to bounce back. They'll have a stronger team. But the Blues will feel that, you know, that maybe there's some weakness being shown by the Crusaders or the Crusaders maybe just a little bit vulnerable at the moment. And if you if you ever got a game in front of you where you have a chance to make a statement, this is it. Yeah, I think the Crusaders did the rest of the competition a huge favour last weekend. Firstly, because they didn't they didn't win the game, so they, they didn't get the points. But secondly... They showcased how hard it is to go to Fiji. And I think they're playing at a couple of different venues for their home games up there in Fiji. And I'm just so, so excited for them. I'm so pleased with the excitement that they inject into the competition, their crowd, their fans. They teach us how to support a team uh, voraciously. It was just a wonderful, wonderful spectacle. On on the other side, uh, our other Pacifica team, which is why it's now Super Rugby Pacific, are more on a Pacifica disappointing last week. Um, it's one that got away. Yeah, that that was a game that I, I think they absolutely um, should have won. Mm. And I've got to say, I don't want to blame uh, the, the officiating for it, but I just thought there was a crucial period in the game where they were hot on attack. There was nothing, you know, very flowery about the attack. That It wasn't sort of the ball being spun wide and loop arounds and cuts and all that sort of thing. They were just taking, just giving them the bash. They were, you know, running one off and they were running hard and they were really causing some discomfort for the opposition. And then what happened? Uh, the referee had given the force a warning. Moana go into the 22. Jeremy Thrush makes a high tackle that is not picked up by the referee. And then instead of, so instead of getting another penalty and probably a yellow card, uh, the force turned the ball over. Uh, they boot it downfield for a line-out. They throw in crooked to the line-out, get away with it, and then they score a try. And, and that's the turning point in the game. So I think, yeah, uh, probably own worst enemies for not taking enough of the opportunities while they were there, Moana. But I also think they did not get the rub of the green at a crucial stage of that game and ended up losing by three. Yeah, disappointing. Very, very disappointing for them. Um, Highlanders uh, finally get a game that um, I think they will welcome, uh, taking on the force in a nice Sunday afternoon game. Yeah, uh, force at the moment up in uh, sixth place. This game in Invercargill. Yeah, uh, which is which is great. I I really do hope the Southlanders get out in in force um, for, for this match. No pun intended, because the Highlanders at the moment are bottom of the table with a negative points differential of 98. They've conceded more points over the opening, well, they certainly over the opening two rounds, and I'd argue the opening three rounds of the competition than any New Zealand team has ever done in Super Rugby. 
And so they have got to turn things around rapido. Force have won a couple of games. Uh, nothing brilliant about the way they've played. But uh, surely uh, the Highlanders, if they're going to make anything of this season, they have got to win this game. Absolutely, they do. And I really, really hope they do. Um, I haven't been in the bookmaking game for, for a long time now, or for a wee while, TJ. I'm very surprised at the pricing in the final game, the Reds and the Drua, and you may not be aware of it. The Reds are $1.20, and Fiji and Drua are $4.40. I know they're in Reds land. The weather, the climate won't bother them at all, and they're a 12-point favourite, the Reds. Yeah, um, the Reds were, were very disappointing uh, in, in their opening round performance uh, against the Hurricanes. Yeah, they were they were toweled up, um, and and yeah, then they sort of bounced back. I think they put seventy on the fourth, and then uh, last week they succumbed to the Brumbies. Well, you know it's a tough place to win. We all know that, but there wasn't a lot in it. So yeah, I think at home the Reds probably deserve to be favourites, but but not by that much. I think the key is that they're just going to have to stop the Drua from playing mm. uh, or from getting momentum because if they do, uh, look out, they'll they'll damage any team. So, yeah, that, that, that's that's a good one to watch. Um, as I say, the Reds seem to be recovering a, a little bit from a bad start uh, to the season, but then they yeah losing last week, so they're coming under a fair bit of pressure and they're outside the eight too. So. Maybe the Drua, if they can just kick on, uh, here's another chance to, to, to work their way up into the... Well, it would, if they win, they'll go up into the top four of the table. Mm. They are appointment viewing for me now, Fiji and Drua. I just love the style of play. I absolutely love it. TJ, we've got to push on. As again, um, always enjoy talking to you on a Thursday, as I know our listeners do as well. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. We'll catch you next week. Cheers, Daffy. See you, mate. There you Sky Sports. Tony Johnson will bring you games with his dulcet tones across the weekend. Wonderful analyst of the game as well. As is our next guest, after the break, we're going to catch up with Liam Santamaria. He was courtside calling the game for us here in New Zealand. Great analyst of the game. And uh, we'll review uh, that Breakers-Kings Game 5 and the season as a whole with Liam Santamaria after the break.